Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The World Series postgame show on Fox presented by Tubi. And the Texas Rangers are world champs for the first time in their history. Emotional indeed. Josh Spores, just outstanding this entire postseason. Simeon and Seeger, who came here for this reason, signed together last year and bring home the trophy in these Rangers. They should celebrate tonight. How about Texas Live? The watch party going nuts as they should. And for the first time, they get to call themselves World Series champs. We say, hey, and great to see you again. Back with you, Derek Jeter. David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, I'm Kevin Burkhart, and I just talked to this guy because he's the MVP again, Corey Seager, and congrats. I'm going to let you start with our our man here, Al. Mr. Cookie Monster, I got to ask you the first question. (laughs) We've been having a lot of fun watching you all month, I got to tell you. Corey, I know how resilient this team is, and I know why you came here, and obviously you came here for this reason today. At what point this year did you feel like this team had what it took to end this championship streak right here? Um, you know, it all starts in the spring. You know, Boach gave a message, and he expected to win. You know, he came here to win. We came here to win. So everybody had the right mindset. Um, that's where it all starts every year. So credit to this group on going out and performing and battling all year. And, I mean, this is what you play for, right? So really special moment. Cody, I, I, I got to tell you, man, I mean, you performing has been unbelievable. I know the level type of thing. But let me ask you, when you first came to the Rangers, with the experience that you lived through the Dodgers, it was any moment where you sit down with the front office to figure things out and bring players to get this thing stronger so you guys can be living this moment right now? You know, I didn't have to. They pretty much laid that out for me in my meeting. You know, they, they didn't shy away from anything. They knew where they were. They knew where they wanted to get, and they knew how they wanted to get there. And it was a lot of trust, you know, trust for me to trust in them and a lot of for them to trust in me. You know, it was just... What a moment. I, uh, just, you're lost for words, you know, but this is this is what they, they saw, and this is what I saw, and it, it's just amazing that it worked out. I tell you what, man, the fourth ever to win two of these bad boys <laughs> right here, the second position player. Now I don't have to listen to Reggie brag about being the only one. So congrats, congrats on that. Thank you. Just tell me, what, what does it feel like, man? I mean, you go through a 162-game schedule. You guys didn't have, you know, last year wasn't so great. You know, you continue to improve. You continue to get better. Now, finally you get a chance to celebrate with your teammates. You know, it's a lot of satisfaction, you know, just putting in the work, putting the hours, you know, having the focus to show up every day and compete and play. You know, that's a hard thing to do, like you guys know, to show up every day and compete. So I'm just so proud of this group and their ability to be able to do that. Corey, how do you explain the last five weeks, 11-0 and 0 on the road? I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's just a resilient group, man. We didn't we didn't care where we were. You know, we, we were coming out and competing. We were going to try and win that night and, Fortunately, we won a bunch on the road. I'm just curious if you could tell the fans at home the bond between you and Marcus. You come here at the same time, right, for the, the purpose of bringing this trophy here. Can you just take us through the bond that you guys shared? And it's kind of fitting that you both were so key in this series. Yeah, you know, absolutely. A lot of trust in each other, too, you know. Coming from different organizations, coming from different backgrounds, we had a view on how we want to do it, and we meshed together, man. You know, we it took us some time to gel, but we got there, and it's just it's going to be a fun ride but for us. I tell you, you had an unbelievable season like you always do, but can you ex- try to explain to the people at home watching what it feels like to be in the type of zone that you were in? Mm. 
fun. <laughs> it's fun. Um, but, you know, it wasn't me, man. This whole team competed. You know, like what Evo did tonight, you know, how incredible. Get out of jams like that. Keep them to 0-0 zero, zero game when we couldn't get anything going on offense, man. It was just it's a team win, you know. This is a team game, and it was just fun to be a part of. Did you explain to your kids why I call you the cookie monster? You want me to explain it, or are you going to do it? <laughs> That's your I'm nickname. I'm explaining it for you. You don't want them to yeah. explain it. <laughs> hey, listen. We were having a, we were having fun here one night, right? You came to, you came to bat, you know, and everything they throw you in the song doesn't matter if it's breaking ball, change up, fastball. I had never seen anything like that before. So I came out calling you Cookie Monster. He, watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I, I do, Kevin, I do have one question. I think we're all wondering. I think America's wondering. Do you ever get nervous or that heartbeat just never but? Because that's what it looks like. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, you're, you're nervous for the game. But once it starts, you know, you're in the game. You know, this is what we do. This is what we wanted to be. You know, it, it's just focused after that. Hey, you also my dog. So I got to give you uh -oh, uh oh Hey, it's about time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's what we're talking about. I mean, who needs to speak every trophy right? yeah. when you got that? It's okay. You're going to get a better president than that. Corey Seager, two-time MVP. A go pleasure and pop that champagne, And, man, he is awesome again. Did it with L.A., does it with Texas, and now he goes and parties with his teammates here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Rangers, joyous in celebration, 11-0 on the road. They went all three here in Arizona, and you want to talk about resilient. Bruce Bochy raises the Commissioner's Trophy for the fourth time as a manager, his second different team. Oh, this yeah. Campaign celebration is moments away. We will have it for you live. Hit him in the lips. And by the way, uh, that may be over on FS1. We'll uh, keep you updated as the postgame coverage continues for a while. But right now, we continue on Fox and Alex B. We talk about this Rangers team. I brought it up on the podium to Bruce Bochy. I don't know how you can be more resilient. You know, you lose the last game of the regular season on the road. You lose the division, okay? Then you got to go beat Tampa, who's been great. You got to go beat the best team in the league in Baltimore, who's been great. You got to go knock off the defending champs. After Altuve hits a three-run home run to rip your heart out in game five. I don't know what else you have to do. They did everything. It, it, it's all, I mean, it's talent, obviously, but it's character and his resilience and his grit and his determination and his leadership. And to think that the great Bruce Bochy, future Hall of Fame manager, four-time world champion, sat on his couch for three years in Nashville, it's crazy. Kevin, sometimes there's some sickness that you see that, that kind of dictate and tells you how things are going to end up like. To be a champion, to begin to do what they are doing right now, sometimes you got to go through all of it. You know, you got to face situation that, that you need to fight back so you can show the whole world what you are capable of, how good of a team you are. And that's what this Texas Rangers did all season. Yeah, I mean, they were playing like they had something to prove. And you mentioned how the season ended and all the teams they went through to get to this particular point. Remember, they had no DeGrom. Scherzer got hurt. Garcia got hurt. And they didn't skip a beat. I mean, this is a well-rounded, balanced team. And it starts at the top from ownership on down, and they deserve to be the world champions. Oh, I thought you had something to say. My bad. You know, and I'll tell you what, I don't think they're going to go away anytime soon, but they're going to enjoy this right there with the Chris Young helping put this thing all together, the hometown kid from Dallas, and the Rangers win it. And welcome to the World Series postgame show on FS1 presented by Tubi. Here in Phoenix, Arizona, where the Road Warriors and Texas Rangers have won the World Series for the first time ever. Congratulations to them. They do it in five games. So impressive. 
and we've got a lot to do on this postgame show. We'll have the champagne celebration from the clubhouse coming up in just a few minutes. We'll have more Rangers join the set uh, as well. Uh, but we talk about these guys, and by the way, if you just turned us on, welcome. Derek Jeter, David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Kevin Burkhart. Let's talk Bruce Bochy here. You know, we talked about Chris Young and putting this team together. So Boch wins his fourth. He does it with another team, and he's the sixth ever to win a fourth World Series title. You know, you heard him up there, Derek. He's on the couch, on the recliner. Chris Young called, who he played for Bochy. He said, come on down. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty darn good. Off the recliner and another World Series championship. I'll tell you what. He can get a bigger couch now. He can go sit on that couch for a few more months and sit back and celebrate and enjoy this because, you know, he sets the tone along with Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, who he spoke with, the professionalism that this team plays with, and Bruce Bochy, Bochy is the perfect manager for this group. Bruce Bochy, I got, I got the opportunity to play for him going into Japan uh, for the All-Star team. And let me tell you, man, that year to man, he, he, he's very special. He's a baseball guy. He, he's a guy that lifts up your confidence and, and, and the way these players high handle it. Look, Garcia went down and it was like it never happened. Another guy stepped up and was like, okay, let's keep the line moving. I mean, this is a guy that, that anybody would love to play for him. You know, Poppy, I agree with you. It's a, it's a common influence on that clubhouse. I mean, the way he goes out and runs the same lineup out there every day, you know, maybe another manager takes Simeon out of the leadoff spot. He never budged. Um, when you think about surrounding himself with Mike Maddox, guys like Michael Young, it, it's just phenomenal. I know they're about to talk here, but I, I just think, Kevin, when you think about a guy like Bo, what he does for players, what he did for Josh Young, and giving him that type of stability is just second to none. I think to look at this game for a second, then we'll look at a little bit big picture, and we'll listen in when they get set. They're not quite there. We'll jump into that. They're getting closer to celebrate. Maybe we'll hear a little speech from Bochi. Fans here in front of us reacting as families and some players. And you can hear them in there. But just this game tonight, we talked on the pregame show about Evaldi. And you know, I'll tell you what. He was sensational again. Oh, let's let's see. We're ready to give a little chat inside out. Yeah, they're still kind of milling around. But Evaldi and Zach Allen, when you talk about this game tonight, they were both incredible. Poppy Evaldi had to work though. I mean, they had runners on every single inning, and then you look up, he's through six innings and no runs allowed. Kevin, I know he was going to be nasty tonight. I mean, this guy, he loved this type of game. He's the kind of guy that likes to show up in this moment. He come about you. I think what you're going to talk right now. But he's, he's, he's a man, man. He's an animal. He's an animal. He loves these moments. Yeah, the, you know, Bruce is kind of just getting it he's ready. He's trying to figure it out. He's, getting, <laughs> he's, he's unscrewing it. He's taking his time, you know, and they should, by the way. They're, they're all getting their goggles on. Uh, is the goggle prep okay? Do you feel like the goggle prep is Oh, really man, okay? keep the burning away. You know, when the champagne hit your eyes, man, he burn. I think I was the first one, Kevin, with the idea of putting goggles. You were. <laughs> should have trademarked that. <laughs> Much like the my dog. <laughs> this guy right here. Hold on. What's, what's listening? I tell you what, I've seen some things, but, but what you guys did to do this is truly incredible, man. I, 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 I'm just honored to ride with you to, to, to win 11 straight road wins to do this. You guys inspired me. You guys just wrote history in Texas. Congrats, world champions. How you guys have all lived this? What's it like? Well, I got to tell you, just listening to Bochy, I'm probably saying what America that's watching says, boy, I wish I could play for a guy like Bruce Bochy. I guarantee you that's how every player feels. Uh, his former players that won titles with him. You never hear anyone say a bad word about Bochy. And what that does, it creates an aura and, an, and a positive energy around the clubhouse and around the team. And, and the bottom line is, fellas, experience matters, right? Evaldi today, as subtle as pitching around uh, who was it? Uh, he pitched around somebody to get to Guriel because oh, Tommy Pham hit a home run off him in his previous start. Pitched around him today and pitched to Guriel. Those are things that come only with experience. Yeah, it was Pham. Right? 
And, and, and that's something that we see in Europe. Seeger, Simeon. These guys are important to have in October. You can't just win with young guys. It's a great blend. They have it perfectly. Yeah, you talk about Ivaldi. You could remember who he pitched around because he pitched, he pitched through everyone on the team. Right. I mean, he was in trouble the whole night, yeah. and he's been the best in baseball getting out of it. Um, look, you know, you talk about Bochi, and uh, you just watch the celebrations here. I mean, everyone's celebrating like they're little kids. They're having the time of their life. And you just watch how the players rally around a manager. I played for a manager. We played for a manager. And Mr. Torrey was the same thing. We carried him. He was carried off the field when we won in 2000. So you can tell a lot by how a team feels about their manager during these celebrations. And also, Derek, I think the professionalism. I mean, we've interviewed these guys for an entire month. I don't think, Kevin, I heard the word I once. It was always we do this, always deferring to the next guy, passing the baton. And that comes from the very top, from Chris Young to Bruce Bochy to the players. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm locked in this celebration, into this celebration right here. And let me tell you, man, for every human being that became to be a Major League Baseball player, once you get to this moment, to me, once I used to get to this moment right here, it was like a new beginning. It was like, like you know, when you get to the top and then Everything is just like the way you want and the way uh, the best feeling that you can ever have. That's what those guys are feeling right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, I mean, look, there's 30 games in spring training. There's 162 games in the regular season. Then you have a month of postseason baseball. Most guys play their entire careers, never get to a World Series, let alone win one. But you got to enjoy this experience here because even when you win, you never know if you're going to get an opportunity to go back. And that's why everyone celebrates like this. And uh, this is a special moment. Seen if they're going, they were singing. Uh, they were singing higher. Creed, can you? <laughs> you can hear it. Hey, Derek, you were talking. I'm sorry, KB. Uh, Derek, you were talking about those guys celebrating like young kids, and they are. But I gotta just say, there is a big difference of a 21-year-old Evan Carter celebrating or a 21 Derek Jeter celebrating versus when we were 34, 35. I waited 15 years, so for me, it was more relief than happiness. For Evan Carter, 21, he goes, hey, this is part for the course. I was in double-A two weeks ago. I'm going to do this every year. But you don't. You've got to really appreciate and be grateful for this moment because sometimes it only happens once. And I think on a grand scale, you know, I'm not saying this was on the players' minds where they're out here trying to win, but just now as they soak it in, this franchise, you know, it goes back to 1961. They had, they had never won a World Series. And you think as a Rangers fan, you go back, they were in the World Series twice, back-to-back -back years. 2010 2011 2010 they were a strike away from winning it they lose that World Series and as a fan you're thinking I'm never gonna see one right and it's taken a while or some fans think oh don't worry about it we'll be back next year true and it takes you years and years to get back here so it's it's not easy to get to this point let alone win man I tell you to win a World Series you gotta go through hell I mean you gotta go through so much Kevin in Boston, our first World Series was, they had, they had to wait 86 years. And I'm going to tell you, man, when we won the first World Series, the impact that that had from families, fans, it was amazing. I mean, it was something that I, something that they were missing for years. And I'm pretty sure that Texas Rangers fans feel the same way as me. And you know, the state of Texas is synonymous with football, obviously. But for this month in 2023, it was all baseball. Look, the Cowboys have won a couple times. The Mavs have won. The Stars have won. And in 52 years, this is the first time that the Texas Rangers win a world title. It's phenomenal. And Derek, I know I went there in 2001. And this is a little emotional for me because this is what I went there for to try to win a championship. We came up short. But I'm glad this great fan base got to enjoy their first title. Yeah, just to piggyback on what you were saying, it means so much to the players. It means a lot to the fan base. 
You know, you talked about it, David, of what, what it meant to the fan base in Boston, right. what it means to the fan base in New York when you win, but this is a Texas Ranger franchise and generations of fans that have been waiting a long time for this moment. Yeah, it sure is. And, it, it, you know, I think about a couple things here. I think about, Alex, your point of the, the guys that have been around, like Jacob DeGrom and Ian Kennedy, guys that were hurt, but have been with this team, right? 35 and older, they get the first ring, you know, in this franchise. Guys are there. How about Adolis Garcia? They wouldn't be here without him, without his heroics in the ALCS. And obviously, they out yesterday, and they still persevere and win the next two games without him. He gets to celebrate. There's Carter in the middle right there. You talked about him out with the MVP seeker. As we pan around the room, Will Smith, all these guys, and from different stories and different backgrounds coming together. But if you talk about how it all came together, and Chris Young, who was working for Major League Baseball, again, he played for Bruce Bochy as a pitcher. He won a World Series as a player in the Royals bullpen, 2014, I think that was. 15, make that, excuse me. Then he goes, takes a job in the front office of Major League Baseball, works there for two years, and he said, you know what? I'm going to go and run the Rangers. It's my hometown team. Grew up in Dallas. It's the only job he wanted to do to leave. Otherwise, he would have stayed with Major League Baseball. He goes and does that. He gets some criticism for spending half a billion dollars on Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. Feels pretty good now. Yeah, I, I love Chris Young, and obviously he doesn't get enough credit, but this guy's going to be around for one of the great, great executives for a long time. I love his humility. He's up there in jeans and a jacket. The whole stadium saying CY, CY. By the way, he also played basketball in Princeton, had a chance to sign with the Sacramento Kings, passed on basketball to play baseball. And look, I, I think what you're seeing is, and Derek, you were, did a great job with the Marlins. I think what we're seeing is, is coming back to baseball people running the game along with the Ivy Leaguers and the analytics. But Ivy Leaguers cannot be afraid to bring baseball people in the room. Chris Young happens to be both. He went to Princeton and played 13 years in the major leagues. Therefore, he brings on Greg Maddox, Mike Young, and, and the rest. And it's phenomenal to watch. Yeah, obviously, we all competed against Chris Young. I got a chance to get to know him a little bit better because we were both on the competition committee for Major League Baseball. And Chris, look, he understands the game. He understands what it takes to win. He understands that it's about players. He understands that you cannot win without players. And uh, this is just the beginning for him. And there he is right there on your TV, by the way, as we're talking about Paco. Well deserved, man. I tell you what, Chris John deserves so much credit. This is a team that lost over 100 games two years ago. Yeah. And all of a sudden, when you are when you are in the very bottom, Kevin, you will think that you, anybody, anybody can criticize your move, especially when you go out there and spend that catch. But he know what he was doing. He know that he needs some thunder. So round that thunder with good pitching. That's why he did. That's why they are the world champ today, and he deserves all the credit. Kevin, you mentioned Garcia. You know what was my favorite move about Garcia? Was Derek called him and said, hey, what do we need from Garcia? We need him to be on the bench cheering on his teammates. He was there for 27 outs, and the first guy celebrating was him, which was awesome to watch. Again, that goes from the leadership from the top. Yeah, historic postseason for him. 22 RBIs, the most ever in a single postseason. In the last two games, they did it without him, but everyone chipped in, obviously, and they did plenty to get the win. Their first ever as a franchise. More to do here as we continue to roll on and we watch this celebration unfold. A lot of champagne in there, Poppy, right now. Oh, man, hit the lips. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's some goggles that are down, though. I'll tell you, Boach got, Boach got drilled. He gave a speech and he got drilled in the face. He didn't get ready for what's coming. Oh, my goodness. There That's you go. what retirement does for you. Sure does. Well, let's stay with this. You know, we, we showed that picture of Chris Young and Scherzer just pounding his chest. And, you know, Jordan Montgomery, who's been huge. There's so many different moves that contribute to it, right? But talk about the important moves of the deadline, guys that really came over and did a great job. And you know, they wouldn't win this without Jordan Montgomery either. I think another unsung story of this, this World Series in this postseason, Derek, we had John Brown in the set the other day. They don't win that game without his performance, three innings. Josh Spores had an ERA approaching six in the regular season. He closed out the World Series, got the final out. You'll see the highlight forever. 
he was incredible. The Rangers' bullpen, which was their bugaboo in the second half, actually for a lot of the postseason turned out to be their strength. But I tell you what, that was the biggest question mark that we talked about. I don't even know how many weeks ago we started covering the postseason. We, everyone was talking about the Rangers' bullpen and would they be good enough to help them win the championship. They shined. I mean, everyone. They got contributions throughout the postseason. But you mentioned it. Kevin Spores. I mean, he, he was someone that we were watching him talking about how nasty he is. He couldn't understand how he struggled in the regular season. But they got hot, they threw strikes, even when they got in jams, they pitched out of it. Their bullpen was a shining moment for this for this group. He allowed one run in 12 innings this this postseason. Wow, wow, wow. And look, it's teamwork, right, Kevin? Like Chris Young brings these guys in and Mike Maddox really works on them, hones their craft works tirelessly with his head and, and a great improvement of coaching is they get better each month and none better than October. It, it was fun to watch. And how resolute is Bochi that he kept going back to Chapman. When you have that type of confidence for your guys, they stand up and they play a lot better. Absolutely. Spotlight, Kevin. There's guys that they love the spotlight. There's guys that they have an okay regular season, but when it comes down to the playoff, they know how to turn that switch. Two guys in the lineup know a little about playoff. Cody Siegel and Ovaldi. They know about it. The rest of the guys, they never been in the playoff more likely. But the spotlight, the switch with Tonson, here we go. That's when they shows up. There is Ovaldi right there. He's in uh, enjoying this and just outstanding and another epic performance and a clinching game for him. And, and the funny thing is that, you know, we, we had the stat coming in in four clinching games, three, three starts. He didn't walk a single bat. Well, he walked five in this game, and he had trouble the whole time. But, man, he's just so tough. He got every big out. I mean, the third inning, he had a couple runners on, second and third. They punted him over, got out of that. He, the bases loaded the part Alex was talking about in the fifth inning. Derek got Guriel to ground out. Big game. The guy just knows how to pitch in big games. Yeah, it's almost like a, a, a great golfer there. Every once in a while, hits a bad shot. It's an oh, easy game for him. They just want to challenge themselves. It's almost like he, he bears down when people are on base and when people are in scoring position. That's where he tends to be his best. And, and yeah, he was in trouble all night, but the way he was able to pitch out of those jams is pretty impressive. If you look at what Evaldi has done, fellas, again, it goes back to Madison Bumgarner. It goes to the Kurt Schillings of the world, our own John Smoltz. I mean, what he's done is phenomenal. And KB, I truly feel, and I haven't talked to Nathan about this, Baldy, but those five walks, I guarantee three of them were probably on purpose because he's pitching around, he's looking for his spots. Derek, you make a great point about a golfer. Sometimes you know exactly where you want the ball to land and approach, and that's what exactly what he did tonight. It was a masterpiece in Poppy that only comes with experience and time. Absolutely. I mean, you're probably going to be remembered during this month as a one of the greatest pitchers that I ever performed during the playoff, and it's because the guy, he had the best stuff. He, I mean, this is a guy that he, he went to some Tommy Jones, he had some arm issues throughout his career, but he's a hard-working guy, man. I mean, you know him, Aira. I know him. He was with us in the Red Sox. This is a guy that he get prepared to be able to do what he did tonight. I mean, this is a trooper right here. This is a guy that he's all in every time he go out there, Kevin. He, I, 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 like, when I watch him pitch like the way he did tonight, it's not surprising to me anymore. Like, I'm expecting that from him. Every night, yeah, because that's, that's how we roll. Poppy, what's crazy about it is, like, it doesn't surprise us anymore. Like, the first two or three times, we're like, this is now six, seven, eight times. And if you look at the leverage pitches, he had to work for every pitch. More than 50% of his pitches through the first five innings were with men in scoring position. So he worked, and he, he earned it tonight. Yeah, uh, just outstanding. He's, his ERA in five clinching games, 1.03. Oh, it looks like we're going to get Bruce Bochy. Come on over to the set. We'll make room for Boach. Yeah, I think you pulled it. Pulled it. Bruce, uh, great to see you again. As the confetti fell down, what's it like? You get champagne in the face. 
How does it feel right now, taking it in a little uh, bit? You can't have a better feeling. These guys will tell you that sitting here beside me. Uh, it's what you play for. What you you start in spring training, you have a vision, and you get to this point. And like I said, uh, where I was this time last year to be sitting here with you guys, I don't know what happened. You know, I'm just blessed. I tell you, you're in rarefied air now, fourth championship. We know you talk about where you were last year. What made you decide to come out of retirement and manage this team? You know, it was uh, Chris Young, CY. I just got back from trying to help the French team qualify for his WBC. I was in Regensburg, Germany. I was in a dugout. I said, man, I miss this. And he gave me a call and checked my appetite and talked about his vision. And I said, let's go. I'm, I'm ready to go back three years off. I didn't know if I'd get back in, to be honest. Uh, I had a pretty good life going on there, but uh, I'm glad I did. <laughs> Bruce, I've been saying for the whole month, I, I'm floored that you were in Nashville sitting on your crotch for three years and people wouldn't come calling you because you're one of the greatest managers of all time and, and we're so excited for you. My question to you is, what made you think that a team like the Rangers was ready to win after losing 104, 98, and boom, you guys bring a world championship? Yeah, you know what? Uh, first of all, it started with uh, uh, Chris Young's uh, vision. And when we sat and talked, they were determined to bring winning baseball back to Texas. And they knew they had to go out and get some starting pitching. So you get DeGrom, Rivaldi, uh, and Heaney and these guys. And and so I looked at the team. I went back looked at games. I said, this is a team that scores runs. A lot of talent, good young talent. Josh Young playing third base, uh, first baseman that just won a silver slugger. You got, you got Corey. I mean, I don't know what I'll say about him. And uh, Mark is up the middle. I stepped in some pretty good stuff, to be honest. So I, I know that. Bochi, congratulations once again. Four-time world champion. Do this ever get old for you? <laughs> I tell you, this is like the first one. I, I'm not lying. When, when I was in San Francisco, you know, the city had never won a championship. That was really special. Now the right history here in Texas and win one. No, it doesn't get old. And I ran into Joe Torre a couple of days ago at, at the hotel, and I – and I just revered the man, and uh, but we we're talking that no, it doesn't get get all. This is why I came back. I, I wasn't just going to come back. You know, you want a chance to to be sitting here with you guys. Bruce, we were just talking about this before you came over. How did you turn the bullpen into a strength this postseason? We know you had some bumps in the second half, but it turned out to be huge for you in this postseason. How did you do it? Yeah, it, it was a little bumpy ride. There's no getting around it, and uh, I mean, it's the help of others, of course. Mike Maddox. Uh, and then uh, we had some guys that get hot down there. Sporzy, he goes in the IL, he comes back. He's back to who he was earlier in the season. He's one of our setup guys. Uh, Chappie uh, got him in. But the biggest was uh, Jose LeClerc. Spring training, he wouldn't play in the uh, WBC. We didn't let him go. He's throwing about 91, 92. But he, wasn't, he wasn't really letting on that he was hurting. But he had a little neck thing going on. But he came back, and uh, being the pitcher that he was a year before. So we had three guys there, and then, of course, putting the starters in the bullpen help, having Heaney and, and lately uh, John Gray and, sure. and Dunning, those guys. How, how great is it to manage a group where we've been raving about them this whole series, or actually the whole postseason? No one on your team ever talks about themselves. It's a challenge when they come up here. To, we ask them questions about themselves. They start talking about everyone else on the team. How great is that as a manager when the only thing that they care about is winning on the field. There, I, it's the only way you win, I think. It's the only way. You know, we talk about spring training. You know, it, the message was we got to play as one. Everybody play as one. Uh, you know, let's, let's be selfless here and uh, just do the things right. Fundamental baseball, we're going to work on that. Become a really good team defensively. That probably is foul about that as anything. We knew we had the offense. But, you know, the pitching hitting comes and go, goes. But uh, they are. They're, they're a tight-knit group. They care about each other. Coach, I also think Mike Maddox did a tremendous job with your pitching staff throughout. He's unbelievable. What a great pickup again by CYNU. My question is, you trusted a 21-year-old. You hit him third, you hit him fourth, and Evan Carter. What made you think this kid was in double-A just a, a little bit ago? What made you think he can handle it? Right, right. I had to, I got to spend a lot of time with him in spring training. I mean, he was high on our list as, a, as far as a prospect. and So he played a lot of games this spring, and you could see the calmness in him, the discipline at mm -hmm. the plate, the simple swing, and uh, he just went down there and put up numbers and then, when, of course, when we had the injury to uh, Garcia, we needed some help. And we kind of need a different type of player, mm -hmm. a disciplined hitter on base, speed, um, you know, can use the whole field. So he just fit in really nicely. Hey, Bochy, you know I was the one who introduced the goggle into the <laughs> champagne spraying thing. 
you, you wasn't ready for the champagne. How did you feel when he went yeah, into your eyes? Yeah, bad Look move. at this. Look at this. Oh. Yeah, 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 bad, bad move on my part. You know, you think I get smarter as I get older, but uh, no, I, I, you think I'd figure it out by now. I, they went right for the eyeballs. Bro, straight up, man. Yeah, unbelievable. Hey, go enjoy this. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Bruce. Great Congrats. talking with y'all. Thank you. Amazing. A fourth World Thanks. Series Thanks championship in the first in Texas. You Bruce smell Bochy. like a champion, Join baby. Us. Yes, he does. <laughs> Just incredible. All kinds of history for Bruce Bochy. And, and he can go enjoy. Oh, careful, Bochy. Got the micro. Poppy, Poppy going to save Bochy. The manager, the... Uh, the cable got the cable got tied around there. Poppy, nice job. I don't want you. I, I don't want my mental he saved you. Come on, man. He twice. He he, saved me what was the other time? He hit all those home runs for us to win. <laughs> Poppy, you're a hero. Oh, man. Hey, man. Oh, my goodness. He's hey, supposed to celebrate. Hey, yeah. Kevin. Not to get that, hurt. That was going to be the only right. game he lost all month on yeah, the road. A hundred percent. Welcome back to the World Series postgame show on FS1 presented by Tubi. The Texas Rangers, for the first time in their history, are World Series champions. And the cigars are forgotten. being lit. Oh, they got them. Champagne has been poured and sprayed. Cigars are lit. It's party time here in Arizona for the Rangers who are enjoying it. And now we're joined by our buddy Marcus Simeon, who, first of all, congratulations. I mean, it's... Just so cool for you guys. Take me through the feelings as you guys were trying to wrap this up as Josh threw that final strike, what it all felt like to bring it home. He was lights out. I think, uh, you know, I just felt so much emotion, ran straight to Corey. You know, we came here in 2022 knowing what the organization was going through. Um, but you know, that's, that's part of it. You know, you work out of it, you get to work, and you get hot at the right time, and you see where we are now. Marcus, congrats, man. What an unbelievable year. I mean, you just broke Lenny Dykstra's record for a plate appearance in one year. Two at-bats later, you hit a home run. But my question is, the last 15 games, you had three extra base hits. The last two games, you had three. Where did you get that burst of energy? What did you find in your swing? Yeah, we talked a little bit yesterday. Mm -hmm. I, was, I think I was trying to do too much the first, you know, the beginning of the postseason. Um, you know, postseason baseball is different. The game plan is going to be different. Those teams are locked in on what they want to do, and if they execute, and and for me, if I'm do, trying to do too much and they execute, you know, it's not going to work. So I had to simplify, see the ball first, use the whole field. You know, I'm I'm a pull hitter, you know, but you know, just stay on the baseball a little bit longer. It looked good. <laughs> oh man, Marcus, look, I wasn't really worried about you <laughs> when you wasn't hitting because you the type of hitter that know how to figure things out from one bat to another. We have a conversation yesterday. And I remember when you say, I had to stay in longer so when I see the slider, I can get to it. The way you have been swinging, or you did swing past last three games, it was the markers that we know. What was the adjustment that you make? I want people to hear about it. You know what? <laughs> you know, there's a lot that goes into it. I think for me, if I'm on the fastball and taking, you know, Pitches outside or pitches out of the zone, they're in trouble. Mm. It starts with the fastball. Everybody throws so hard in this league. Um, if you have a good eye and you can hit the fastball and you hit it, if you get a four seam in the air to left, you know, you're going to be all right in this league. That's right. And you try to describe to me, okay, because we've been trying to, to describe it, but what makes this team so special? You know, I think it starts with ownership and CY, you know, they, they went for it this year. You know, they went for it at the deadline too. You know, they spent a lot of money the last two years and traded for guys like Montgomery, uh, Scherzer, Stratton. A lot of veteran guys they brought in that are winners too. You know, Eovaldi, uh, Chapman, you know, guys who have rings, guys who can show us what it takes. Um, and then the players work so hard. They showed up every day. You, you play in Texas, you have a great place to go to work, brand new stadium all the resources in the world. Um, and then you get on the baseball field and the fans are, you know, so good there. So, you know, it's a special year. Does it feel like you imagined? Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not all the way there My yet. Dog. But, I, you know, now I feel how you guys felt. You know, I think that um, not a lot of players, not every player gets to experience it. And for me in year two with Texas to get it done, it's great. 
Well, a couple things. These fans are still still here. They're celebrating you. They've been chanting your name. But and I know we introduced your guys here during the ALCS. But for the new viewers, why don't you let to introduce? Where, wait, where'd your other he boy left. go? He well, took off. See you I, later, Kevin. This is Isaiah. He's seven years old. Say hello, buddy. Hi. What do you, What do you think about your dad tonight? Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's sitting on Alex Rodriguez's lap right now. I mean, it's. Avery hey, looked like a grandpa right there. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem. The last time you babysat, you lost Scherzer's kid. Now you lost Mar Marcus's kid, too. I, I'm, not, I'm not good at many things. <laughs> Marcus, <laughs> you, uh, it's been a pleasure. Get to talk to you so many times during this run. Just go enjoy it. Congratulations. Right, Mondo! Unbelievable. Oh, Marcus Simeon, the world champion here with the Rangers. He's been a warrior. He's missed a grand total of one game the last three years. His production has been incredible, and he brings a world title to Texas for the first time. Now he can go hang with his family and his two boys who are here loving it. Enjoy, man. Enjoy. And Poppy, as a babysitter, lost another child. I know. Just, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just really, just really problematic, but uh, that's okay. I love. That means he needs to have another kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love when he said right away after I went, you know, my first thing was to go and hug Corey. Because to me, they're they're together, right? They came over at the same time. They came over for the you know the big money, and that just oh, guess what? Before we talk about that, look at big here. money. Here's they your buddy. Congratulations, man. Nathan Avali is here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Congrats, So proud of you, brother. Nathan, congrats, man. Great to see you again. Well, we 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 have talked to your we've talked to your guys, buddy here, Nathan Avaldi, a lot. Uh, it's been great to to hang with you, but this one's a little bit better because now you're on top, and now you, you win the whole thing. How do you do it in these clinching games? Every time you've pitched in one, you've been sensational. How do you do it? I'm not really sure. Uh, again, I think it goes back to that preparation that we put in behind the scenes, knowing which pitches to go to, and then trusting uh, you know trusting the the game plan. Jonah's has been unbelievable back there behind the plate. Uh, calling the games, uh, I tend to shake a lot, and when he goes to that second pitch that I shake to, I mean, it gives me a lot more confidence making sure I execute it. Nathan, I uh, basically, I expect you to perform the way you did tonight. And I was telling the guys, listen, this guy, his last outing, he split it was hanging a little mm -hmm. over the strike zone longer than what he used to tonight. I'm expecting him to throw the split and die because that's when he's good. That's when he's nasty. That's when he made hit or chase. But I saw you pitching tonight against some guys that you were very careful mm -hmm. because you know that they had contact. That has something that had to do with the, with the way you started these guys before tonight game. Yeah. Um, again, I thought they did a really good job in – Still putting the splitters that were below the zone in play to make sure that they get that guy over to second base. Um, they're a very, very good hitting team and when it comes to contact, making contact. Um, I relied on the cutter a lot today. Try to, uh, you know, induce a little softer contact and keep it, you know what I mean, hit towards our guys. But you can't give them enough credit with the way that they were able to go up there and put together quality at-bats. Um, I felt like, again, I had to battle, battle, battle. I think that's why I ended up walking more guys. I told myself that... You know, we get um, we get in that situation where there's runner on second base. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let them beat me. I'm going to either walk them or try to get that strike out of the soft contact. And that was that second approach, you know, after facing them that first time, try to make those adjustments. You say it, Kevin. Uh, yeah. No, he said Alex said that. Alex, no, yeah. Nate, that. You know, obviously Poppy and I played with you, obviously with different teams, but you won an 18. Obviously I want to know how this one feels. But I know that today – you know, you pitched brilliantly, but you had to pitch in and out of trouble all day. Over 50% of your pitches in the fifth inning were with men in scoring position. Do you attribute that to your work ethic to get through those tough moments? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, again, a lot of preparation. I, when I'm working out in the offseason, it comes down to if I'm not making that last rep, if I struggle and I have to get help on it, you know, again, it, it comes down to the little things. Mm -hmm. um, and I always associate it with baseball. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what we do. That's what we train for. And the more I can prepare in these moments, the better success I feel like I'm going to have. And, uh, 
you know, again, a lot of credit goes to Jonah in those situations as well, executing those pitches and then having that trust where I can balance those You never pitches. answered my question. I'm sorry, which one? Which one's more special, 18 or this Man, one? <laughs> I mean, they're both incredible, but to be able to start from spring training, yeah. not be traded over, uh, it's, it's, this one's very special to me. The bigger the game, the better you do. I mean, there's a, there's very few pitchers that do that. What is it about these big games? You love being in them. You love the competition. You love the spotlight. What is it about the big games that brings? I do. I, I I love being in these big moments in these big games. You know, having the guys want me out there on the mound, and then also not letting them down. Uh, being able to go out there and then trust that I'm going to be able to get the job done. It means a lot to me, and I take a lot of pride with that. Um, I don't know how I want to play against the best, and I want to be one of the best to be able to go out there and compete well, against are, them. You are one of the best. Thank you. You're the only pitcher ever to win five starts in a single postseason, so you are the best. That's the bottom line. But tell me about the resiliency of this team, because we've talked about it with you, and there's been so many different times you've been tested, right, whether it's the last day of the regular season, going on the road to take out the Orioles with the best record in the league. You know, you're down, game five, you lose at home to the Astros. Who cares? You go on the road, you win two. There's so many different times you've been tested. How have you been able to climb each and every one of those mountains like it's no big deal? Um, I don't know. I, you know, you, there's that saying, you know, you want to climb the mountain, but then again, you want to that next mountain. You, there's always a bigger mountain to climb. And uh, I try not to let the game humble me. I try to stay humble as a person. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. Again, I, you know, I, I can't thank my teammates enough. It's a, not an individual sport. I got to go out there. I rely on the catcher. I rely on my guys to be able to make those plays. I rely on them to be able to score runs for me. And for them to be able to do what they did against Zach tonight, he threw the ball incredible tonight. We were able to come on top. Come out on top, though. I was a little disappointed because I didn't saw you close again this <laughs> during this one <laughs> playoff. But let me ask you: Are you going to go on the pool with your homies? I don't. I don't know. Are they going they, out they, there? I don't think they, they are. A skinny dip in which I go. If you want. <laughs> well, if you're skinny dipping, he's not going to the pool. I I <laughs> but I got a teacher for you, man. This is for real. I only it. hand this to my dog. <laughs> my, hey, you are let's my go. Dog. <laughs> Thank you. I Nathan Abaldi. What an unbelievable postseason. Nathan, congrats. Just a pleasure to watch. Pleasure to talk to you again. Congrats. Go and have fun, Amazing. Man. Avaldi, sensational. Again, the only pitcher to win his five starts the in the postseason. Animal. The animal, as Poppy says, and we go from Onions. Nate to Nathaniel Lowe. Oh. A champion, Nathaniel Lowe. Come on in. Congratulations, buddy. Oh, my goodness, Nathaniel. How's it feel, man? I know it's it's the most generic <laughs> question in the world, but you could tell how it feels. It's just radiating from you, the happiness. I mean, yeah, you know, we, we, we grind for this moment right here. And to be able to, you know, grind through one of their really, really top-end starters in the whole league and, and who had his A stuff going tonight and then scratch one across and then get to a bullpen arm, like, how cool. Evaldi just pitching his balls off out there, man, like, the bullpen was great. Like, we just we, we finished that one in style. Talk about the belief of this team here. I mean, you guys, it didn't make a difference. Back against the wall, yeah. at home, on the road, doesn't matter. You always seem to bounce back. Talk about the belief in the clubhouse and where does it come from? Well, I, I think it started in the winter, man. You know, when uh, when we bought a top-end rotation, right? You pay for Jacob DeGrom. You sign Nathan Evald. You sign Andrew Heaney. You bring in all these other guys. John Gray, year previous. And, and we got a rotation, man. We, we get Martin back after he has a career year, and we're like, oh, we, we can really do something. And the lineup's not much different. You know, we got Corey and Marcus are both MVP caliber players. They both should be in that conversation. If Corey doesn't lose a couple months to a hamstring, you know, he should be right there at the top two. So for those guys to do what they did, you call up Evan Carter out of nowhere, and he is plunged right into the middle of the lineup. That's, that's what it takes to become World Series champs. You guys have had a year of ups and downs, yep. ups and downs, and obviously the injuries, and then you lose the last game, 162, and then yep. you start this road warrior where you win 11 in a row on the road. What is it about this team that allows you to do that? And when was the first time that you said, boy, I think we have a real shot at being world champions? Um, taking the first two in Houston is when, it, when the switch really flipped for me. Um, you know, we... We go to Tampa. We have a long time on the flight to think about how things might have gone wrong, uh, but we can't dwell on it too long, right? We we get through a really tough Tampa team. We get through a really talented Baltimore team. We go to Houston. We take those two on the road, and then it's like, okay, guys, like you know, we're we're a couple wins away from doing this whole thing, and then we get here, anything can happen. So for us to truly like lock it in, get in the clubhouse together, uh, 
come on the road, hang out with each other. We got so many guys taking the first bus now, whether that's because you got too much family with you or not, like, you know, it's something you deal with. But we got guys that want to be here. I got I to gotta rewind the tape a little. Okay. I got to go back to the regular season. Yep. You guys dominate the first half of the season, yes. lead the division, yes. and then hit a little bit bump uh, after the sec after the first half of the season. But then you saw the front office making some really, really good moves. Yes. When you saw the front office making those moves, combined with the way you guys were handling business, yes. what was your time mentally? It felt like they really cared and wanted to win. You know, it, it didn't. It didn't feel like oh, like we'll get some success with this group and make it more attractive to free agents and maybe sign some guys in the winter. We pulled Chappie from Kansas City. It feels like, okay, there's a bullpen piece. You get Stratton, Monty, and Max at the deadline, okay, we're going to do this thing, man. Mm. And, you know, like the bats, the ebb and flow of the 162-game season, that's just how it goes, you know. But we heat back up at the right time. We get guys going. Guys fill in for me when my season didn't really go the way I wanted to. And, you know, it, it didn't really matter who was in the batter's box. We got a quality at bat all the way through the postseason. Where's Mama Lou? Uh, she's on the couch. She's probably in bed now. Well, here, well, no, no, she just, well, she's probably recording it. Yeah, so take your right. moment right now and tell Mama Lou. Uh, you know, if I'm not going to be there with you, uh, this is the second best place I could be. Uh, so for you to sit at home and cheer for me, to give me this opportunity to become this guy, to become this athlete, to be this teammate and be in this position with my brothers is so special. And I'm so grateful for you for allowing me to get to this point. I love you to the moon and back, and I'm so proud of you for getting through your first round of chemo radiation. I can't wait to get home and see you. Thinking of you, awesome. Wendy. Wendy That's right. Thinking of you. Uh, listen, everybody in America rooting for you and your family, and it's been a pleasure to get to know you. Congrats, Nate. Thank, Thank you, appreciate guys. Appreciate it, man. Go and enjoy, so every boy. So nice. Enjoy it. There we you go. You, Wendy, you get better, mom, too. Very, very nice. That is Nathaniel Lowe, another great Ranger here in this path to their first ever world title. He can go celebrate with his teammates. We continue to sell hugs and well wishes to send hugs and well wishes to Wendy as we watch the celebration continue for the Rangers. In their 63rd season. It's happened! The Texas Rangers win the World Series! It's over! It's over! The Rangers have won the World Series! Ranger fans, you're not dreaming! The Rangers are the World Series champions! Joe Davis is the final call on Fox and the longest active drought since the last World Series title. You take the Rangers off the list. Cleveland has the longest one going and you see the others on that list, but the Rangers are off it with their first ever tonight. Jacob DeGrom came over, got the big contract. Whoa, smooch. Celebration time for Jacob. Get a room. Obviously he was hurt, but you know what? <laughs> Great for him to get that one. Big Poppy, worst Sorry, babysitter man. ever. Not Sorry, lying. man. I'm not no. good at everything. No, you're good at a lot. Babysitting, swimming, <laughs> not good. Not your strength. Other things which we'll leave off the show. Thanks, uh, God, I got babysitter for my own kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not you. Uh, how about the Arizona Diamondbacks? They had an unbelievable run. Let's hear from their manager, Tori Lovello, with Tom Verducci. Thanks, KB. Tori Lovello, your team had a ride that was longer than a lot of people expected. Tonight was the end. What was the message to your club? Um, yeah, first of all, I just want to congratulate the Texas Rangers, um, CY, Bruce Bochy, every one of the players, their ownership. I know it's their first world championship in franchise history, and, and, and um, they have a lot to be proud of. They, they were the better team, and, and they, they earned it fair and square. But my message was the same thing I tell them um, when we have hard times, you know, that, that – you can't expect everything to go the way you want to. You gotta regroup. You gotta um, understand why things happen and get better. I told them I loved them, and you know I'm very proud of what they accomplished this year. You're right. When nobody expected us to be here, it's been a quick ascension, um, and we got more work to do. But we're gonna we're gonna be proud of what we accomplished, and then and then move on through the offseason. Tori, no club was able to stop this Texas team on the road throughout the postseason. What do you think the difference was in this series? Um, yeah, it's um, they're a good baseball team. You know, it's, I think it was 11 straight wins, 10 or 11 straight wins, and 
Um, the simple fact that they could operate under any condition spoke volumes about the type of player they had, uh, the type of leadership they had, um, and their ability to just execute at the most critical times. They didn't win it by luck. They went out there and earned every single thing. Tori, thank you. Congratulations on the great series, and thanks for all the accommodations. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Back to you, KB. Tom, thank you. Well done. And Tori, gracious in defeat. Appreciate that. Diamondbacks in the desert. Their year, 84 wins, got into the playoffs, and they obviously surprised a lot of people. Tick took care of Milwaukee, took care of the Dodgers, took care of the Philly, despite being down two games to none, despite going on the road to win two. But Texas just too much. And after this, Tori Lovello, who did an unbelievable job with hugs for his family. And what a job by this team. And, and think about tonight. You know, Zach Gallon looked like he was going to throw a no-hitter. I mean, he, he was as good as you could possibly imagine. No-hitter through six. And I, and I guess it was kind of fitting that the guy that spoiled it was Corey Seager going the other way. And then the just opened up the door a little bit. But, listen, I don't think... I don't think anyone thought Arizona would make the playoffs, let alone knock off the Dodgers and the Phillies after being down 2-0. I mean, it was a heck of a run. Yeah, I tell you, and what, what a tough thing to do is that interview after you lose. Look, I don't know, you didn't lose any World Series. Huh? I lost a couple, one right here in this stadium, so it's not a good feeling. But you talk about the Arizona Diamondback team, they have a lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of. They ended the season for three very, very good teams. When you talk about Milwaukee, L.A., and Philly, all three of them thought they were going to win a championship. Arizona deserved to be here. We've talked about the style of baseball that they play. It got them to this point. I think it opened a lot of people's eyes around the sport, and I think you're going to see more teams start to get back to the old-school way of playing the game. I like to say the right way to play the game. I got to say this, man. I got to congratulate the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mike Hansel, my man, Tori Lovello, and the whole organization. Look, man, this guy, nobody was expecting them to be here. Nobody was expecting in that in the division like the Dodgers, San Diego, Colorado, San Francisco, to come out on top. They did it when nobody was counting on them. There's one thing that go under their favor. They know the pieces right now that they need to come back and compete at the highest level the following season. They're still young, athletic. They have so much thunder right there. Good starting lineup, good starting pitcher. I'm not, I'm not, I don't see this organization far away from winning a World Series. I think it was phenomenal for baseball. First of all, you say the right way to play baseball, old school baseball, call it what you want. It was good baseball and fun baseball to watch. And they have nothing to be ashamed. I could not be more proud of the Diamondbacks organization. Look, they lost 110 games a couple of years ago. They have set a completely new culture here, a winning culture. And now they have a template to move forward and be competitive in a very tough division in the West with the Dodgers and the Padres. But think about the Phillies, the Mets, the resources that were spent. And here we are, the Diamondbacks, just three wins away from a world title. Pretty awesome. Yeah, and you think they'd be back, make it have a good offseason, and see if they can get back to this point, but they really did have a heck of a year, just ran into a team that was a little bit better. Mad Max. Heard Mad, Mad Max. Max. Mad Max is making an appearance. M.M. You know what this means? Another chance for Big Poppy to babysit. <laughs> you want to come in? Come Max in. Scherzer coming on in. He's got another world championship. And another chance, Max, good to see you again, man. Max, I, I will warn you, Marcus was over here, and, and Poppy lost another another kid. One of his sons gone. I, so I, I lost one of his. Hold on to your daughter very tightly. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever find your son? Oh, yeah, he was running around. <laughs> Thank you, you Jesus. Ever, did you ever find him? <laughs> Max, I got it, Brooke. Congrats, man. Oh. I mean, I, I just want to start with this. We're, we're, we're showing the celebration. There was a great shot of you going up to CY and pounding his chest and just hugging it out. And, and we'll show you again so you could see it. I just want to know the level of respect from competitor to competitor, knowing what he did in this league, knowing what he's done with this roster to bring you over. Can you just take us through that? Yeah, I mean, it's just from the trade deadline. The moment I came over here, how pumped he was to have me here um, and how he, you know, having a, this is the first time I've had a, a former player be a GM. 
So it's kind of been a different experience for me. And to have his passion, you know, in the clubhouse, it's just a completely different feel than I've ever had. Uh, and, he, you know, it's just, when you have a former player there and, you know, somebody you know, competed against, uh, it just made it a little extra special the way it went down. Yeah, there you are. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got Casey. Yep. I love it. I love it. As if we can bring the, bring the whole crew in. Yep. Mike Maddox here as well. Um, how does it feel for, for another world championship? Uh, it, it, it's such a surreal moment. Um, you know, you, there's just so many emotions. There's so many different things that have happened over the you know past month to finally be the last team standing. Uh, there's just not a greater feeling. How special is this group, Max? I mean, you talk about you went down with an injury. Jacob went down with an injury. Garcia went down with an injury. And the team didn't skip a beat. It just seemed like someone else picked up the slack. So tell me about the team. Yeah, that was just the whole team. I mean, just the whole time. Uh, it didn't matter, uh, you know, what happened. We just, you know, plugged the next guy up, and the next guy just went in there and had success. I mean, up and down the roster, you know, when I even when I go down, John Gray comes in, throws three shutout innings. You know, Andrew Heaney, huge outs when he gets. So across the roster, everybody did their job, and that's what it takes to win a championship. Max, how rewarding is it for you to see a guy like Nathan Evaldi? You see how hard he works. What a tremendous arm. What a great guy. He was a teammate of Poppy and myself. Mm -hmm. He's developing as one of the greats. How enjoyable is that for you? Yeah, uh, when I first got, you know, I came over, you know, he had the forearm strain. And so, you know, when he, you know, it took him a couple starts to get going, but then once he, he caught rhythm, mm -hmm. uh, you, you could just see, oh my gosh, like, oh, there's all the pitches coming together, and you could really start seeing him dominate. Uh, and then, obviously, what he did in the postseason is just, you know, completely lights out uh, from what he was able to do with all of his pitches, and he just got in sync with Jonah, and they ran the table. Yep. yep. You're talking Max. Max. Go ahead, Pop, go. I was wondering, you guys just won the World Series, but next year, you guys have the grown coming back. Mm -hmm. You ready to go. Montgomery, all the stunders out there. Have you ever thought about how that starting rotation is going to be for you guys next year? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're going to have a great team next year. Uh, no. <laughs> Come on, Brick. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have a great team next year. I mean, I'm not going to be stupid enough to say we're going to win it uh, because I've been a part of great teams, and, uh, you know, you don't win. Sometimes you don't win. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know, I've been there and, and seen that. So I know how hard it is to win, and that's why you're going to enjoy the moment right now. That's right. Just with that, what what is the joy, right? You, you, you've done it this, you've done it multiple times, but as you get older, I'm sure you appreciate it even more just how hard it is to do, especially for an organization that's never had a chance to win one. Yeah, you know, for all the, for all the guys that have been here for the first time, uh, you know, you, you get to celebrate with them and see this, the, you know, see the tears in their eyes. I mean, it's such a special moment to be, a, you know, the last team standing. Uh, you know, for me, you know, you know, even though I was hurt, you know, I, for me it was more to be a be, be a good teammate. You know, help other guys out through different situations, and when it's their first time in the playoffs, bro, come on. <laughs> she, she's happy. She we just won. Gum. She, just won. Won. No, she got the gum. That's what it is. She oh, got gum. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and now she's in heaven. So, no, sugar coming through. <laughs> so how how long did it take, Max, when you came over in this clubhouse? How long did it take you before you knew, you know, this is a special group? Not saying you knew you were going to win a World Series, but you said this is a special group. Um, when I first got over here from the trade, you know, the first eight games we came out, I mean, we beat the brakes off everybody. I was like, oh, my gosh, this team, like, this team can win the World Series. I saw it immediately. Um, but then we went through a funk. You know, we every team does that. You know, where you just put, you have a stretch where, you know, you, you're losing eight out of 10 or whatever you're in. And, you know, the Rangers just hadn't gone through their funk. And so once we came out of that, uh, you know, we started playing really good ball. And then obviously, once we got to October, we played our best ball. Max, you already knew a little bit about Bruce Bochy, but what mm -hmm. did you learn about him the last two months or so that you didn't know before? Um, just that you can feed off of a manager who has just a calm demeanor. You know, usually you kind of think of, you. You know, the rah-rah manager, and that's how you get the energy off a manager. Uh, but, you know, with Boach, he's just calm, cool, collected. And that, that's actually what we fed off of as a team. That, you know, even when we're in the highs and we were in the lows, that we just, we just stayed, you know, even keeled. And that, that was also kind of the personality of the clubhouse as well. So he was a perfect man for the job. Hey, Max, I got a present for you, man. I only hand this to the stud. <laughs> you my dog, yes. man. I gotta, you are tough, man. I got to give you this. Oh, Poppy. there we go. My dog. Yeah, I'll take hey, that. Your dad is a dog. What kind of dog do you think it is? A chihuahua, a bulldog? <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, I appreciate oh, that. That's, a, that's definitely, a, buddy. That's, that's the only reason I'm able to get one of those shirts, right? Yeah, of yeah, course. I'll, I'll take that. That's right. Max, uh, <laughs> congrats, <laughs> man. Appreciate Great it. to see you. World champ again. World champ. Awesome. Max Scherzer, everybody. And the Rangers. <laughs> enjoy the first world champ, and the girls are enjoying Can the gum. We know the gum, the gum is big. The <laughs> gum bark? and the my dog shirts. <laughs> Poppy, congratulations! The girls stayed around. You didn't. Lose I know, them. man. Well I done. got the kids under control right here. But take the mic. There we go. <laughs> See you, Max. Uh, there you go. As the players still hanging out with their families, enjoying out here, we still got more to do from Phoenix. Before we get to the uh, best of the postseason, uh, Feliz Cumpleaños yes. to, Feliz to cumpleaños. someone special. Yes, for Doña Lourdes, my mom, I want to wish you a happy birthday, 87. God bless wow. you. Oh, you're okay. a force of nature, and I know you're celebrating with the family, and now that it's over, I'm coming to celebrate with you. I Doña love you, Lourdes. <laughs> love you. Happy birthday. Doña happy Lourdes. birthday, Mom. Te amo, Mama. <laughs> well, it is, uh, it is the end of the baseball season. It is the end of our postseason run. So uh, why don't we take a look back? The best of the postseason on Fox. You know, there's so many people that make us look good. Jonathan Kaplan, our producer, puts up with us. Bartia Chires, who's amazing. Anthony Masterson, our researcher. Uh, David Fowler, our director. Thanks to Matty Vaskersian for helping out and, and being here when I wasn't, being doing an awesome job. And all of you here, people don't see. We have so many great people here on our staff that make us look good. But how about our captain here? First year with us, man, you were awesome. Just Awesome on TV. It was a pleasure to be with Championship you. Championship number six, Capitan. I, I tell you, no, I, I didn't expect to have this much fun. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I had so much fun here. And, and look, we're all fans of the sport, right? We're fans of the game. And to get an opportunity to sit here and shine a light on the young players that are coming up, it's been awesome, and I'm looking forward That's to That's great, next Captain. Year. But my hey. question is, are you coming back? That's right. I don't know yet. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know yet. Um, we'll, we'll see. I work, we I work see. on that. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, uh, it'll be hey, something. We'll, this, hey. this might change it. You know, I got a gift for you. I only give <laughs> oh, this to my dog. Wow. Oh, that'll change wow. it. That's the deal. My dog. <laughs> it, took, it, took me, it took me a long time to get this. Um, you do have the Boston shirt on, Terzian. Yeah, that's that all be. right. That's all what right. Is he go, what is he going on your trophy case? I, well, I didn't say a trophy case, but it, it, I'll find somewhere to put it. <laughs> that might go with the jersey. May, may, it may go to the jersey. I mean. uh, guys, it was fun. And so I, I'm going to be sad now because I'm going to be with you, not see you for a little bit, but enjoyed it. Derek Jeter, David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, guys, and man. our entire MLB on Fox crew. I'm Kevin Burkhardt seeing so long. Until next season, thanks for watching. See, see you ya. when I see you.